0: But for today's episode, we here at the Patient's Do Podcast would like to thank our sponsor, Iron Horse Racing, for coming on and sponsoring this episode for all you good folks out there. Iron Horse Racing has no markup fees, state-of-the-art communication, and unparalleled transparency. So come see why IHR is one of the most exciting horse partnerships out there. For more information, please visit IHRacing.com or on Twitter at Racing with IHR. Use the code PODCAST and you can actually be eligible for a special gift. And and include that, that you're hearing it from us uh, when you reach out to them. So remember, Iron Horse Racing, if not now, then when.
1: All right everybody we're back. It's our little Thursday handicapping show. Andrews here. We got Ryan. We got Al and before we get into Belmont on this coming Saturday, I want to go back and just talk about the uh, the eleventh race at Churchill from last week the one the mint julep that we talked about in our last show and if you did watch the end of the last show uh. We had gone over the race, and it seemed like Juliet Foxtrot had some standout buyer numbers at the very least. Uh, but I know that. Oh, where are you going? Go back to that that Churchill race.
0: <laughs> but yes, I, and I know that so unprepared.
1: Um, <laughs> it, we all fell on favorites, so um, I I thought that Weird. Juliet Foxtrot was very logical based off of the numbers. Uh, I know, no, Nay, nay, Lady Nay, to me, I know that that you guys uh, liked her a little bit. I Mm -hmm. wasn't a big fan, but I was like, okay, I can see where you're coming from. But the last thing I said was, is there any way in this race we could have all long shots in the trifecta where we just have bombs away? And it, it was it was just a quick kind of, no, that's not going to happen. And it made me like, look at this race and say, D- I think I need to be a contrarian here. Like there's gotta be something more. If you're
0: red boarding here, I am going to fly down to Florida. He did kick you.
2: He, he, did, he, did, he did say this during the, during the show.
1: And it just, and I didn't end up playing it. I didn't play the race on my own. Um, and it's, not, and it's not because I would have hit the trifecta for whatever thousands it paid, or <laughs> at, at least a thousand. Uh, but how does that happen? And I know, Al, you weren't on, but what was your take on this race? I just want to go through it really quickly, because we've got to well, hold ourselves a little bit accountable. In a, in a
0: word, yeah, we'll, we'll keep it nice and short. I was fucking pissed, and I'm going to swear because it's my podcast. <laughs> All
1: right. Because I... <laughs>
0: I had I had a twenty to one shot in the ninth or eighth race. Then I had whimsical muse. That's all so I was to one, right? Yeah. And then you know, I singled Fearless. And so I was live for uh bajillion dollars. <laughs> and so here's the problem, right? The way I think a lot of people looked at this race and why Julia Foxtrot got so much money is that Mitchell Road, when you take a look at Mitchell Road, Mitchell Road only wins on the front, on the front. Got to be on the front. Mm-hmm. Um, the horse can suck up for second, sure, but needs to be on the front. Um, has had gate problems, has broke awkwardly. You're coming from the 14 pole. So if you don't think Mitchell Road's going to press the pace, Then, yeah, Juliet Foxtrot probably wins that race. Yeah. But Mitchell Road prompted the pace. And as soon as I saw, I think they went 23 and some low change uh, to the quarter. And I think it was about 46 and two to the half. Uh, 46 and two. Something like that. Yeah. There you go, Ryan. Um, (laughs) Yeah. as a tool reference it was about it 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 was about that point that i started throwing things at my tv um because really the fast pace set up for closers nay lady nay when you saw a linden hang like a chandelier uh in a mansion somewhere in miami down in (laughs) tampa uh because people don't like to live in tampa miami's much nicer it's more swanky el prez is down there yep. <laughs> uh, so so uh nay lady nays form and workouts not good so who do you look at them bow recall brad cox awful off the layoff just not that great bow recall is going to win a big race this year just not this one so then you look at secret message motions barn is firing on all cylinders uh lasagnari i to be honest i would have never bet that horse win play show with your money my uncle's money uh the guy across the streets money uh and zoffel is a really good horse i mean that horse is really freaking good so um when you saw that happen uh it, it made sense you either bet that race saying there's gonna be a speed battle up front or Juliet Foxtrot's gonna get an easy lead in coast. And and one of the two didn't happen. Yeah.
1: Yep. So I see your picks up here. You had win one nine second two six fourteen. And I mean you you were thinking about the race in the right way, and you covered yourself if Juliet Foxtrot did just dominate it, which she faded. But um. Yeah,
0: I, I, looked at it, I looked at it in the idea that uh, Juliet Foxtrot and Varenka were the two horses I thought Varenka could be closer to a somewhat slower pace and have that more sustained stamina. Her problem is she was in perfect stalking trip. Uh, she was about three wide uh, on turn, on the final turn, and hit a imaginary brick wall. Yep. and just didn't continue yep. and you know it is what it is yeah it's gonna happen uh, sometimes yeah it, you know it, she's coming hey she's coming first off a layoff uh a long layoff of about nine months so you know what are you gotta do right
1: yeah yep yeah. so anyway i just thought it was worth taking a look back it did turn out to be bombs away unfortunately not the right bomb for al right i was cheering for him but salt
0: in the wounds but salt uh <laughs> in the wounds you didn't have the balls to go hey you know if you're gonna hedge a little bit and I know you're not a gardener hey play the seven play the seven over the five there you go two bucks for me for your old buddy <laughs> appreciate <him." laughs> no, it No,
1: it, it, I, like I told you and we talked that day I, I wasn't playing the races really so uh, it was just something that we talked about and I, I looked at it. I just looked at that race and said, this looks kind of funny. Like, I don't know that I would put any weight into these favorites just because it was a, a decent looking group. And
0: yeah, well, far your, far your face looks doing. funny. How about that? Let's get the Belmont. Jeez Louise, <laughs> <laughs> We're salty. You're throwing salt in the wounds. I wasn't no, prepared and, for and, that. I
1: mean, let's move on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah let's let uh let's start at this fort marcy um i think me and ryan are gonna agree chad brown's winning this race uh because he has the entire field
2: yeah i mean mo- more than likely he will uh
0: the only the only thing i don't know if you guys feel the same way i i some like at hot brown seems to have that early speed mm-hmm. uh i don't know who's going with them maybe synchrony uh So, that could be really interesting. Uh, You could play this in a way, I feel like, uh, you know, where you see – I think Johnny V getting on synchrony, uh, third off a long layoff, is kind of interesting. I mean, if you're going to be against Chad here, uh, in still regards a really nice horse. um, uh, Devamani looks like it could be any type. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I I think there is a case to play against Chad here, and, and just go three six because I think Synchrony might get out to the front. Uh, but yeah, I'm probably gonna just lean Chad and and go from there. I'm not a big social paranoia fan here.
2: So some like it hot, Brown. Yeah, he probably will be near the front. And I normally don't play the jockey that's on him on Saturday, Eric Cancel, uh, for myriad reasons. However, if there's a race that you want to bet him, it's when he has a horse that can get out to the lead all by himself, and he just has to stay out of his own way. So where normally I would discount the jockey, uh, in this situation I can't. Do I think some like at Hot Brown has the uh class to stick with all these horses and stay out front and beat all of them no i don't so
0: in those turf numbers those turf numbers on on time form just they don't they don't stack up but like we saw today in the uh, the tiller uh perrette just got out to the front and dot matrix who i think is unquestionably a better horse uh it, he couldn't he couldn't find it and he was in perfect uh position and speed was playing. I don't know if it's just because it was fast and firm today or what have you, but I, I think it's something to keep in mind.
2: Which uh which Chad Brown would you prefer here?
0: Uh
2: I mean instilled regard it has to be obviously the favorite. In
0: still inst uh it would be between Silverguard and Devamani for me. Um, the, uh, we see this with, like, the other Chad and then the other, other Chad. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to see – I like horses that are closer to the pace. Uh, it, all his horses come from either Dead Last or, you know, the bleachers or the hot dog stand across the street. Uh if he has a horse that lays a little bit closer to the pace, I, that always makes me, you know, warm and fuzzy inside. So I think in still regard can sit that trip. Hard to say, though. I mean, Flapshot, uh, first first time here, coming off a great trainer, Andre Fabra. Um, running in some great company, to be honest. Uh, hard to say. I... You you probably should use all the chads. Uh, I think there is a case to be made that nine. The nine back, tra- blah, 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 to looks harken, good too.
1: To harken back to uh, the conversation you have with David Aragona, he did say that from what he can tell, Chad has saved his better contingent for Belmont. So he may not be winning at his usual clip in other places, but. We'll see what happens here.
0: Like, rate, subscribe to the Peach and Sue podcast. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) It was a really good
1: conversation with David Aragona, I got to say. so.
0: Thank you.
2: If I I choose here, I'm taking the four and the five. I know that the four flop shots coming off a long layoff. Racing here for the first time has done well on soft and yielding turf. And I think this one will be under bet. Therefore, uh, I think that's a good horse to put some money on. Although Makes I think sense. instilled instilled regards the winner. But uh for me four or five and that's as far as it goes. Synchrony, one of my favorite horses of all time. His bet his best days are behind him, unfortunately. And uh, you know, if this horse, if this race was last year, or early in the year, maybe I'd think about him, but in this case, just four and five for me.
0: I'm gonna be interested to see uh Benny South Street's uh remarks on that. Yeah. That last fairgrounds race because it it didn't look pretty when I was looking at it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I've, I've unhitched my wagon to him.
0: Uh, the Westchester, the great three mile and 16th on dirt for an older going, uh, going long here. A- a- am I like code of honor is just, is, is that the one? I mean, I feel like, I feel like this race sets up perfectly for uh Shug here. Um, He's going to get a fast pace. I, I just – I see the six. I, I think you could maybe make a case for the one, two. Um, Bill's going to get his five 5,000th 5, win at some point. Um, uh, that's where I landed.
2: I'm landing there, too, only because uh, he got some good luck from Andrew. I think I think uh, it's, it's in the cards that endorse wins this week.
1: We fist bumped. It was pretty cool.
2: They fist bumped
0: we, <laughs> we, we, we met, You're insta friends. He met <laughs> Bill
2: Mott this week and
1: let's hear it.
0: Yeah, you're, you're insta friends. We got it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's it's interesting because, you know, they're about they're in the process and uh, the horse that I have with him with Iron Horse, she just uh, she's shipping up to Saratoga this week and you could tell that they were being very careful because they had all Every employee at Payson, especially the ones going to New York, had already been tested for COVID, and they wouldn't be allowed to go back if they do test positive. So right. it was uh, it was very strict. Uh, had to have the mask on and everything out out of uh, respect for everybody else and make sure that they don't get sick and head back up. But he did, you know, reach out and give me a little fist bump and be like, "Yeah, what's up, Andrew? How's it go?" <laughs>
0: That's I did I'm have to introduce myself
1: it. first. He didn't know who I was. I know I knew who he was, but <laughs>
0: yeah. And there you have it. Let's move to the Intercontinental. <laughs> oh man! Okay. By so the way, what? every single time this this race goes, I'm okay. just thinking of the Drake quote where he's like, "I stay at the Intercontinental." <laughs> Am I the only one? apparently okay <laughs> that was the
1: best drake impression I've. Ever...
0: thank you <laughs> yeah. thank you i i get uh i i i do get um called drake sometimes I, i've been called a lyricist of my generation but go ahead ryan
2: that's gonna be my background next week
0: <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Right.
0: go ahead ryan
2: uh, oh no 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 you you go
0: uh yeah, so I'm I'm partial here to a horse. Um gonna ha- gonna be against it. Gonna be a price here. Uh and need some things to go its way. I've always been a fan of Tom Bush. I think he trains really well. Get Mother of Rose is one of his uh big horses, a grade three winner already. Um I thought that last race <sighs> got into a little bit of trouble went wide up against it and I think there is something to horses from Florida shipping north uh uh, granted this time of season probably not the greatest but might get a little bit of a reprieve on the humidity side in the heat side might be able to perform a little bit better and that that really heated up in a weird way in the middle of that race uh so i i would like to include them there newspaper of records could be really tough in here because the pace kind of sets up for newspaper record a little bit but i'm not, i'm gonna fade i'm gonna fade them here because i like significant form more than i like uh newspaper records so i, I would go uh uh, eight underneath and I'll put the 12 up top not being uh, too clever here but that's where I went
1: <laughs> yeah I wanted I really wanted to like get Mother Rose in here I know we both liked her in her last start in Florida and she didn't end up running very well and I know that you could say that some things didn't go the way of get Mother Rose but to me a huge standout in this race is significant form. I think that she's playable probably anywhere above even money. And if you're getting more than that, I'd be surprised. I think she's a big standout in here. And I don't
0: I I don't think she goes below three to two.
1: Yeah, if you can get that, I think that's somewhat playable, especially in the multi legs. So
0: <laughs> Bovada. Ryan. <laughs>
2: I'm taking a stab with Jakarta here. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Yep, taking a stab. And This this horse right here is moving up in class, obviously. Uh, raced 21 days ago. Raced well on the turf, two back. And I think this will be one of those situations where if Carmouche can get this one out to a nice, comfortable lead, keep everyone behind her, uh, I think this is one of those races where it could be like a boat race where it just gets out front, stays out front. I'm, I'm looking wire to wire on a 15-to-1 shot.
0: I, I think newspaper record's going to be right up there. I think this actually does have a little bit of pace. I, what do you think, Ryan, about the 12 Saratoga Treasure? I mean, closed into some dawdling paces in the past few races, uh, allowance at Aqueduct, and then uh, that 125K uh, stakes race on uh, December 7th um the autumn days to to win 17 to 1 to win i mean uh kind of decent uh wh- what's your take
2: this is one furlong too long for that horse roll tide <laughs> <laughs> i think if this was a six furlong race it would be a different story altogether i think think seven furlongs
1: is is, is anybody even gonna true. bet newspaper of record
2: no <laughs> there's no
1: need to but why is she three to one? Who's going to bet her down to three to one?
0: It's the name recognition you're going to get. I mean, hidden scroll, hidden scroll took a ton. Right,
2: of right. That's exactly it. Hidden so, scroll like,
0: decided he was not about it anymore. Like, hey, now, now full, full transparency here. I had hidden scroll as a beat and that's purely because I thought that horse in the word going into that race was this horse wants turf. This horse is going to need turf, three to four progression. There's a lot of things that was going in, uh, in in his favor, and I, I thought, okay, well, you know, let's roll with it.
2: Need some gate work.
0: <laughs> need need something.
2: <laughs> Maybe <a> synthetic.
0: <laughs> uh I you know, it, it, hey, if the purses at Ellis Park weren't fifteen dollars, I mean, sure, why not?
2: Press has a nice uh
0: sprint race
2: at a hundred thousand dollars do do they i mean it, yeah they do there's a it, one for three and up, three and up six furlongs hundred grand
0: i know we got into this and hate the sidebar but are they even running this year i mean 85 percent of Pen- pennsylvania's purses are supplied from the casinos and yeah. well, hopefully they open soon hard times daddy hard, as dusty Rhodes would say
2: hard times in pa yeah all right, what race we got
0: left? We got the Carter.
2: The Carter. I think this is a tough, tough, tough race.
1: Yep.
0: Um, yep. I, 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 question. I think it's good. It's a good race. It's a great card Saturday. Well,
2: yeah. I think the card is phenomenal. It would be nice if the four consecutive stake races were part of a pick four sequence.
0: That would be super hua, but you know. Yeah,
2: but it's. I mean, it's a great. It's a great card, regardless. But, uh, I mean. At this point, beggars can't be choosers, but I would really choose to have a pick four to play into.
0: Yeah, I can't wait for that 15-to-1 uh, shot that nobody likes uh, to win the last. That'll be great.
2: <laughs> All right, who wants to who wants to throw their hat in the fire here?
0: Well, I think uh, the, the glaring start-off. Yeah, start, start off, it off. Start it off, Andrew.
1: Yeah, the glaring start-off has to be forensic Fire coming, uh, previously <laughs> trained by service. The the thing is... Why'd they switch trainers? Well... <laughs> <laughs> before Can I miss him, quick to toss him out. Um, some of those horses, Navarro service horses, have come back to run just fine back to their previous form. So... Uh, before you throw him out right away, and it looks like yeah, he's he's seven to two, so one of the favorites in here. Before you throw him out, and he's a hard knocking horse. I mean, he's run against some really good horses. I mean, it's not easy to go up against uh, Matoli and those kinds. So, um, and he's already proven that he's pretty good. I, it's just a matter of what he's going to run like now. Uh, I wonder, but I don't know how you could bet him. So that that's that's probably the most glaring thing when you look at this race and you want to talk about mind control a little bit.
0: Yeah. I, so I, I'm a big fan of Greg Sacco. I think he's a great trainer. Mind control seems like he's just going to set a great trip here. Now this is a tough race. Cause I think, I don't think you're going to get a price. I think Forenze Fire is gonna be every bit of seven to two, four to one range. Because Forenze Fire should be able to I mean, gonna to have to go performer to the in to his inside though, I think that creates a huge issue for Forenze Fire. And I think this pace, even though it's uh coded as uh, you know, favoring horses on or near the lead, I think it sets up perfectly for horses off the lead, stalking. Give me mind control. Give me Vakoma in this race, in the grade one Carter. The Sean yeah. Carter. The grade one Sean Carter. That's the full <laughs> this, name. This is, our,
2: this is our rap special. Um, <laughs> so, Forenzy Fire is a real good uh, middle distance kind of horse. Mm-hmm. This, this goes into his wheelhouse. I don't think this is – I'm with, with you, Andrew. I'm going to – I'll let him beat me here. I mean, I'll, I will take a stand against him even though, um, you know, this, this might be something that's well-suited for him, but I I want, I want him not, not to win. (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I agree with Al on Vacoma. I think Vacoma. I think he is a miler and so seven furlongs is no, no slouch for him. I think he's got a real good chance here, even with the outside post. I mean, we're at, we're at Belmont. So seven furlongs is a, Uh, not, not a two turn race by any means. So I think we're okay there. So I I like his little paddle when he gets in the, in the stretch, he, he paddles his leg out. I'm I'm a big, big fan of that. I I think, I think this distance suits him. Well, I think this race sets up for him. Well, so I would choose Vacoma as one of my choices. I also like network effect, the five horse, Uh, Chad Brown, again, with Irad Ortiz, if you're, I know that we talked about, this isn't a part of a pick four sequence, but if you're alive in any of the multis here, you don't want to leave Chad Brown and Irad Ortiz with network effect off your ticket.
0: Third off the layoff closed into a really slow pace. Uh, you you, you got to like that, right? I mean, that yeah. that makes a ton of sense uh, in this spot.
2: Yeah, and then w- w- basically what you said about mind control. I'm I'm with you on mind control. I think you'll be a little closer to the pace than, than time form says.
0: You know what's going to blow my mind is I was there. I was there at Laurel when he lost to Lexitonian. Um, I was live to a big score because a few bombs and I singled him. That was it. I was convinced he was not losing, and that'll teach you about not playing Laurel. Uh, <laughs> some weird things happen. Horse though.
1: racing about? <laughs> no, I
0: love Laurel. I love Laurel. It always sucks my money. Um, it's a tough track, but. Mind control got really blocked there. It, it, when you watch the replay, he just got a just a horrendous uh, trip there. And he's come back to win the Jerkins, to win the Toboggan, to win the Tom Ford. He's not beating, um, you know, he's not beating slouches when he does this. He's winning get graded races. I look at him and I say – I think this might be a great spot for him because, really, network effect, mind control, and Vacoma look to sit about the same trip. They're going to be just behind Forensic Fire, and I think Performer's going out to the front. I think there's a real chance American Anthem, who uh, didn't didn't American Anthem scratch out of a race at Churchill Mm -hmm. uh, like a week or two ago,
2: for this for this race.
0: For this race, Mm -hmm. that's a scary thing. I mean, Danny Gargan's a New York guy, but you know when you send a horse down to Churchill and go, ah, actually I saw the condition book. We're deucing out. Right. <laughs> so so Some tells me that this horse is going to be forwardly placed as well. I would look at a closer here too. What's wrong with Nitrous? Uh, that uh, that's that's uh, or still having fun. One of the two. I mean, um, yeah. as far as late pace figures go uh i believe yeah nitrous has the highest oh majestic dunhill I was but i gonna say ma- that
1: that's my top long shot in here oh jesus majestic Christ. dunhill this guy yeah oh.
0: yeah i do like me some raylu raylu uh really sh- stood I, out today
1: i saw american anthem and their figures kind of look the same but i think that more people are going to be on him um and i feel like the way you're describing, and if you look at the, the, the pace projector as well, I think that you're spot on, Al, with how there's going to be, there's a majority of on the lead and then a bunch that are going to be pressing right behind. Mm-hmm. And if they kind of let it get out of hand up there, I really like uh, Majestic Dunhill as my top Here's the problem
0: with that. Here's <laughs> the problem with that. Majestic Dunhill and and I'm gonna pull up his PPs before as we're turning down the final stretch here. This horse is slow as molasses on a winter's day getting out into that first half, right? And that's great, but when you have uh horses the likes of American Anthem and Mind Control and Vacoma and Performer up there you need to be a lot closer to the pace. That That's my only thing with Nitrous, too. Now, I'm not saying that Majestic Dunhill can't make the number. Nitrous will be a little bit ahead of him, and so you got to give him that little extra push because that, that leg kick's going to mean nothing if you're 22 lengths back yeah, going into yeah. the turn. I agree with you. I, I don't know if he will be close enough. I
1: think that... W- when you look at this this kind of board, and I think that the odds board will look very similar to the morning line here. I mean, you can't really knock. Uh, well, Barry, Dave,
0: David's like, he's money when it comes to making morning line odds. Yeah,
1: so this looks very accurate. But I think that with the way that he's made the morning line and with the way that this these races, that these figures kind of lay out, I think that. Majestic Dunhill is going to be more than 20-1. to 1. I think that there's going to be a large concentration. I think Mind Control has a big fan base, and he's won three in a row, I think it was, that we just looked back at. I think a lot of people are going to be on him. Frenzy Fire is a, a name that's been around for a long time. He's done well uh, in New York. Uh, performers railed off four straight wins. There's going to be a lot – and Bacoma is a Derby horse and is known for the paddle. So there's – I mean, a... perform
0: – see, this race, the more I look at it, it just – it screams that that a closer is not going to win this. Uh, it, 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 there's just too much pace up front, and you're going to have to see – Majestic Dunhill and Nitrous are going to have to break really well and be a lot closer to a pace, which is going to dull their late kick. Give me the horses that are consistently – your network effect, uh Ryan. Your your horse, Hell Performer, I, it looks really good too. I mean, my only worry is that Forensic Fire is going to get out to an easy lead in this race, and then who knows how far that how far he can take him
1: yeah. That's the
0: scary part. Yeah, I'm hedging against that. I'm against that. Like you guys, give me some horses from the mid pack, and that's what makes this race so difficult. Because I think. Uh, between the seven, ten, eleven, uh, the two, the five, I think any one of those could win this race.
2: Yep, as long as we don't have a finish like we did in the mint julep, that was ridiculous. There was like,
0: well, We're gonna bring the mint julep up again, <laughs> okay?
2: Eight, good, eight, eight, <laughs> Ryan eight Just picked up eight, the salt off the shelf and said, Eight, eight horses right at the wire, just like that. Come on. <laughs> Ryan,
0: Ryan Ryan, went to Trader Joe's, got that Himalayan salt, that pink salt, and just <laughs> threw it at me.
2: I know, Appreciate I mean, it. I mean, jeez, come on. But, yeah, I mean, for me in this race, my A horses will be the 5 Network Effect and 11 Vacoma. My B horses will be number 7 American Anthem and number 10 Mind Control. And I think I've let you guys talk me into not tossing Forensic Fire, but using them maybe as a C.
0: Yeah, I kind of I, I, – I don't – so in, in ticket construction, I would say you want to throw out – so you got to design it. Uh, if you're saying the 10, 11, 5, and 7 are going to win, I would I would tend to say you would also have to throw in the 2 there. Um, so I would include the 2 okay. and throw out forense Fire completely because okay. you'll get a positive EV off of that. Because um, if you, if you're gonna say that the, your your A's and B's are more likely to win to the one, sure. then you're you're kind of projecting that outcome where the one can't win, and then you look at the two. The two can obviously win because the two's gonna sit the same exact trip that the 7-11-10-5 See, so, okay, sounds
2: good to me.
0: Or you go the or. other route and you just single forense fire and you say, "Hey, we rolling."
1: Right. Yeah, I don't know. The more we talk about it, I'm liking the one nine exactly. It sounds kind of <laughs> like Al's picks from the uh mint julep. <laughs> hey, you, you you
0: are gonna get you are gonna get a very nasty email. Hey,
2: Andrew, <laughs> what is the What is the traditional cocktail served during the Kentucky Derby? <laughs>
0: So this has been a great run. This will be the last episode. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. Uh, I just, I look. Here, here's a friendly wager, okay? All right. Uh, and and Ryan, you you're more than free to to add into this. Sure. I will buy you a nice cold frosty six pack of whatever your choice is, Andrew. Yeah. Majestic Dunhill is not hitting the board. Oh
1: what do you want if she does or if she does <laughs> i'll get you how about yeah I'll, I'll happily buy you some beers if we'll
0: have we'll have a six pack on it ryan you win so you're getting two to one
1: i mean i don't understand how it would work in a three-way
0: shake here <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know <laughs> how about you just
2: both send me beer and we'll call it a day
0: <laughs> i i don't know i don't want to contribute um yeah, let's do. We'll do something. We'll we'll do. I'll send you money for three beers. Ryan will send you money for three <laughs> beers. There it is. And there you go. There
1: it is. She's she right. that that horse is gonna hit her. Yeah, majestic Dunhill hitting the board. Bank on it.
0: All right. Oh, bank on I, it. I, I like okay. it. Yeah, that sounds good. I like uh, it. Yeah. So uh, going forward, uh, we got this show. We're gonna have some good guests on. Um, Marshall Sterling, who was on last week, he's coming on, uh, our, uh, I like, a good I like that guy. F- yeah. He's, he's a good dude. Um, his weather forecaster, the drizzling shits, but he's really good guy.
2: Uh, <laughs> nice weather reference.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hit him up. I blew up his Twitter this week with some Jim Cantori uh, gifts, weather channel, you know, the, the weather channel guy that's always out in the mm-hmm. hurricane. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I love Marshall. And then uh, Spencer Lugenbill is going to be coming on eventually. And we'll get some more rotating cast of characters because we're, we're just – Kicking me out. Guessing. <laughs> no, you're, you're staying in. You're, you're ride or you die. Know, we're just going to have another Ryan. voice.
2: Spencer is another person I'd vouch for, another good person.
0: Yeah, no, you're staying on, Ryan. We ain't kicking you out. We, we, need, we, need, uh, we need some folks that have journalistic integrity here.
2: Wait, so wait, time out. Do you need me or do you need somebody with journalistic intelligence? <laughs>
0: well, I, I, well. look, you know, I called Ed DeRosa, but he, he's too busy.
2: Well, he's on every other <laughs> podcast. So <laughs> That's,
0: That's true. true, too.
2: All right. I think we went past our drop dead time.
0: Yep, yeah. Yeah. And I'm getting divorced. So thank you, fellas. <laughs> well, uh, more
2: time for podcasts.
0: There you go. Less poopy hey.
1: babies, more podcasts. Less there you go.
0: Babies. Andrew, take us home.
1: All right. Yep. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back next week. We'll take a look at some more races. Um, We didn't mention the Santa Anita Derby, but considering Spencer just bought uh, into uh, Authentic, I guess you can extrapolate from there. So uh, thanks, everybody, and we'll see you soon. (laughs)